welcome to another episode of Accessibility. It's a show on YouTube where I talk about the video game industry, accessibility, and representation. Basically, how can we help more people to play games, and more people to see themselves in the games they play? When most of us play video games, one of the most fundamental things that we take for granted is the ability to read in-game text. If you are an adult that doesn't have any form of disability, and that speaks as well as reading and writing in the primary language of the country you live in, video games that use text for menus, for explaining how to play games, for telling you story, probably don't pose much of a barrier to you. However, there are lots of groups of people who want to play video games, and who do play video games, who struggle with written text, be it because they lack the language skills required, or they have a disability that gets in the way, or they struggle with the way the text is presented, written text in large amounts can be a real barrier to people playing video games. So today, on Accessibility, we're going to take some time to talk about video games and literacy. We're going to talk about some of the groups who struggle with reading in-game text, we're going to talk about some games that already do a good job of not requiring text literacy in order to be playable, and we're going to talk about some of the things that game developers can do to make their games more accessible to people who either cannot read, or struggle with reading in the way it's presented. When it comes to groups of gamers who struggle with reading on-screen text, one of the most commonly overlooked groups is young children. If you've ever had a young child ask to play a video game, and tried to leave them unattended to play, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. From not being able to read which menu option will start the game, to not being able to read story text or instructions about where to go, even very child-focused games like Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu can be tricky for young children to engage with. Young children often lack a starting level of video game literacy, that learned muscle memory of what means what in a video game. Without learning that the top menu option means start, that B lets you exit a menu, and that talkative NPCs are probably trying to help rather than hinder you, video games with a lot of written text can be frustrating for young children, or lead to a lot of needing a grown-up to explain to them what's happening or what to do. Moving past children, there's a few other groups for whom text-heavy games can be a challenge. For partially sighted or sightless blind players, on-screen text can obviously be a barrier to play. If your game doesn't feature customizable options to make it more readable, or doesn't support any form of screen reader support, text-heavy games can be difficult or impossible to play without assistance. Then there's disabilities that make reading more difficult or time-consuming. For players with dyslexia, or players with ADHD, reading small amounts of text may not be an issue, but big walls of vitally important text can be a barrier to progression through games. Lastly, reading in video games can be a challenge when the languages supported by a video game are not languages the player is fluent in. Obviously, if a game features a lot of writing comprehension, it's not going to be accessible to someone who cannot read the text presented to them. We've talked about some of the major groups that are affected when video games rely heavily on in-game text to explain things. But what can we do to help? Well, thankfully, a lot of the solutions that help one group of players who struggle to read will help other groups as well. We've got a lot of solutions, and a lot of them work for multiple of the groups I've addressed. When it comes to making games more accessible to young children, one of the most simple solutions available is to ensure that your game has voice acting available for in-game text, which extends to on-screen explanatory text rather than just simply character dialogue. A lot of young children can speak, and understand speech, a few years before they're comfortable reading, 
and using voice lines to explain to them what the story is and how to play the game can help them to engage with the game without needing parental help. Additionally, any non-text instructions you can provide young players that show them how to play rather than telling them can be really beneficial. This is one thing Pokemon Let's Go does really well. It demonstrates with images and animations how the player is expected to swing the Joy-Con to throw a Pokeball. And more illustrative examples of how to play, like this, could really help younger players struggling in text-heavy games. Consider implementing a mode in your games designed for players of low gaming literacy. Consider a setting where the game explains a little more in depth what a button means, for players who have not yet internalised that knowledge. For partially sighted or sightless blind players, there's some overlap in the methods that would make games with lots of text more playable. Full voice acting for in-game dialogue and explanatory text boxes would help a lot, but more importantly, full screen reader support is vital as an option. Screen reader support should really be a standard in games at this point. In a perfect world, I'd like to see the three major console manufacturers all implement screen reader support on a system level and ensure that software supports it properly to pass certification, as it's such a simple but important accessibility feature. In addition, make sure you have options that allow players to make text larger, place a background behind it for contrast, and alter the font to something easier to see. Customizable text is important, not just for subtitles, but for in-game text and menu text too. For gamers with dyslexia, offering a variety of font options can also be helpful. While Open Dyslexic is a font designed by and for dyslexic users, it's not helpful for all dyslexic players, so it's good to offer other font options to those players. Give players choice. Both dyslexic players and those with ADHD benefit from voice acting and narration, as well as big blocks of text being broken up into smaller chunks, and visual practical demonstrations of how gameplay mechanics work. Don't force players who find reading difficult to read a huge block of text at once. Break it up into manageable chunks, offer the ability to scroll back and reread that text, and allow the player to listen to the text being read where possible. Lastly, I want to talk about supporting gamers who may not speak any of the supported languages your game has been published in. While some of the above explanations, such as featuring in-game visual explanations of how to play, will be effective here, one of the most useful things you can do as a game developer is offer mod support for the PC versions of your game. Make it possible for the community to add in language support that you have not provided yourself, because there is a good chance there will be someone out there who wants to play your game but doesn't speak a language you were prepared for. There are some third-party tools out there as well, which may be able to help players looking to play games where they don't read the language of that game's text, such as Bluestack's real-time in-game translation, which are still limited to the selection of languages that that software has, and the automatic translation quality of their software is going to be a limitation to how effective this will be, but these sorts of third-party solutions do suggest a positive future for gamers in this regard. But I want to take some time at the end of this video to acknowledge something. One of the best solutions for making games accessible to players who cannot read on-screen text for any of the above reasons is to simply design your game in such a way that it can be played without needing to understand any of the text. Journey is obviously the best example of this. It's a game that tells its story through pictures, explains its controls through visuals, and can be played start to finish with minimal language understanding. Journey is a masterpiece for many reasons, but 
One of them is certainly that it's accessible regardless of a player's language skills. Now, I'm certainly not suggesting that every video game needs to be Journey, and needs to be playable start to finish and you can't have dialogue or text in any of your games anymore, but I think there's something really valuable to be learned by looking at games like Journey. There's something really valuable to be learned by looking at retro, classic games that didn't have the storage space to include a lot of text. I think there's something really valuable to be learned by looking at games that managed to convey how to play and what the story was through methods other than text, and trying to see if we can apply some of those things to games that do contain text to make sure that, even if someone can't read, they can still engage with the narrative you're presenting and the mechanics you're trying to teach them. Games where players can understand their full moveset by playing around a little bit with the buttons. Games where there's no big text dumps or no big menu sets to get through, you can just sort of jump in and start playing around with what the game is. Games that tell their story through methods other than text. We can look at these and we can learn things that we can apply to other games. You don't have to take all the text out of your game in order to apply some of those same lessons and make your narrative accessible in those same ways. They can be supplemental to text, rather than requiring you to take all of the text out of your game. Game developers, if you want your games to be more accessible, the solutions are really simple. Make sure that you offer some way for on-screen text to be read to the player, be that via dialogue or a screen reader. Make sure that on-screen text can be made larger, better contrasted, put in a different font so that it's easier to read. Make sure that any long strings of text you have can be broken up into smaller chunks. Make sure that you show people how to play rather than telling them. Make sure you tell the narrative in a way that is less word-based. Make sure that you support fan translations or software that can translate in real time. But honestly, just look at the amount of text your game has and think, is there any way that we could tell the player this information without so many words? Is there a way that someone who doesn't know any of the words on screen could still understand what they're doing? And fundamentally think about that as an aspect of your design, because I guarantee not every word you have in your video game is 100% vital, and there are probably ways you could make your game a little less wordy.